Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today we'll discuss the case Jesus A. Castillo Jr. Appellant versus the State of Texas. It is 79SW3D817 Texas Court of Appeals 5th District 2002. This case pertains to a comic book. Let me start by reading from the case. Quote, A jury convicted Jesus Castillo Jr. of misdemeanor obscenity for selling a sexually explicit comic book to an undercover Dallas police officer. End quote. Does that police officer consider himself a hero? No. That police officer is not a hero. Bad move, police officer. At least it was misdemeanor, but it shouldn't have been anything at all. They discuss how this comic store called Keith's Comics had a bunch of regular comics there, like any comic store, but then they say, quote, about three shelves in the back of the store, however, contained violent and sexually explicit comic books. Although, although this area was not separated by a doorway, a sign was displayed at the entrance city. No one under 18 allowed past this point. From this area, Ryanerson selected a comic book, Demon Beast, Invasion of the Fallen, end quote. This comic book place did the right thing. They made sure that only people over 18 were accessing this material. They were taking the precautions. They were making the moves necessary to protect the public. But still, the Dallas police force went after them. Boo, 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 Dallas police force. You sucked for that. I, I would like to continue. They say, quote, He took the comic book to his office and reviewed it. Reinerson said the comic book depicted genitals in a state of arousal and contains acts of, of sodomy, masturbation, excretionary functions, sadism, and masochism. Reinerson described one scene in which a demon transformed into a tree penetrated a female with its roots. After reviewing the book and comparing it to other materials, he concluded the book was obscene. End quote. Reinerson, you suck. Who cares if that book has all that stuff in there? You should just ignore it and go on. Like other people have said before, in fact, there was one pirate radio station that said something to the effect of, the real obscenity is war, poverty, so on and so forth. And this stuff, no, I don't care how sick or twisted it is. It shouldn't have been done this way. Did the officer enjoy it one single bit in any part of his body or soul? Hmm, what do you think? Let us continue. The defendant had a good strategy. Let me read about it. Quote, as part of the defense, appellant also called two experts, Scott McCloud, an award-winning author and comic book artist. End quote. Brilliant move. If they ever put me on an obscenity trial for my obscene books and poetry, maybe I should employ that strategy. Thanks for the tip. This McCloud guy was smart. He says, it says, quote, 
In McLeod's opinion, although the writer and author struggled in certain areas, the series in Volume 2 specifically had serious literary and artistic merit because of the effort and skill involved in the production. He acknowledged the comic book is sexually potent in places, although he did not find the series or Volume 2 sexually arousing. End quote. Way to go. I like that line of thought. He is fighting to make sure the book is not obscene, which is a good move. We need to do two things this brings to mind to me. One is to fight when they declare something obscene so that good people can put their art forth in the world without fear of this repression. And two is to overturn the obscenity laws in general. He also called another expert, another good move. The court decision says, quote, Susan Napier, an associate professor in Asian Studies at the University of Texas at Austin, is a specialist in Japanese literature and culture. End quote. Shout out to Austin. As most of you should know, I'm from Austin. I've lived here for a while. So good job, University of Texas Austin. You have something good, at least. I'm sure you have a lot of good. But this is one good thing. Good job. The decision continues, quote, Like McLeod, Napier had read all four volumes of Demon, Beast, Invasion, believed volume two should be interpreted in context of the other volumes of the series, end quote. Sounds good. The decision also says, quote, Napier testified that narrative, suspense, love story, and beautifully drawn scenes gave the series in volume two serious literary and artistic value. Because the story also involved the desire for power, Napier believed the series also had political value. Finally, Michael Christopher, a licensed private investigator, testified that sexually explicit materials are prevalent in North Texas. Christopher went to a number of different stores near Keith's and bought magazines depicting various sexually explicit material. For instance, at a convenience store less than one mile from Keith, he purchased Penthouse magazine that had color photographs of men and women performing sex acts and a story of two women having sex with a grasshopper. At a nearby adult boutique, Christopher bought three other magazines that depicted oral sex, anal sex, sex with multiple partners, and bondage. Christopher testified he had gathered these types of materials all over North Texas. When asked if these materials were acceptable in the state of Texas, he replied, I guess so. They're sold all over the place. End quote. Good point. Now, if that was involving actual grasshopper rather than an image, then that's a bad thing because bestiality is not good. So that would be one exception. But otherwise, this stuff is perfectly legitimate and it should be allowed. It also looks like the defendant had a good cross-section of experts. One was a comic book artist, one was an academic, and one was a private investigator. Good strategy. Good move. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough for this court. They say, quote, We likewise reject the appellant's complaint that the evidence is factually insufficient to prove the comic book lacked serious literary, artistic, scientific, or political value. We recognize that the appellant presented two experts to testify as to the literary, artistic, and political value of the comic book. However, the jury also had Reinerson's opinion that the book was obscene because of the sexual contact it depicted. In particular, he testified the comic book contained acts of sexual intercourse, oral sodomy, 
masturbation, excretory functions, sadism, masochism, and lewd exhibition on the genitals. End quote. I'm sick of this Reinerson guy. He sucks. They also say, quote, finally reject the appellant's argument that the book is not patently offensive when considered in light of contemporary community standards. End quote. They also say, quote, we conclude that the evidence was factually sufficient to establish that the appellant knew that the sexually explicit content and character of the comic book, the book lacked literary, artistic, scientific, or political value, and three was patently offensive. Accordingly, we overrule the third point of error. End quote. This guy had a number of different grounds of contention. I think it was eight in here. So that's a good job pinpointing all these different things. They say, quote, applying this three-part test to the demon beast invasion, the following volume two, we conclude the comic book is not constitutionally protected. End quote. Bad move. It should be constitutionally protected. Freedom of speech should cover this stuff. First Amendment should cover this stuff. Like I said before in these other podcasts, Justice Black in the United States versus 37 photographs said, Obscenity should be included under the First Amendment as he believed the way it was originally stated did not exclude obscenity. Fortunately, there was one dissenter judge who said, quote, Accordingly, I respectfully dissent from the portion of the majority opinion finding the evidence factually sufficient. Because I would conclude the evidence is factually insufficient and remand for a new trial, I would not address the merits of the remaining points of error. End quote. This did not render a victory for our side in this case, but we still need to admire them for what they did, for fighting the good fight. So let's keep charging ahead because... We have the right side. We are the right way. We can do this, folks. Let's fight to change books from being declared obscene and also fight from overturning. Let's also fight to overturn obscenity laws altogether. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.